This is the High School Football America podcast for February the 25th, 2020. I'm Jeff Fisher. Heading to Kroll, Texas right now. Where is that? Well, we're going to let the coach tell you in just a second. But uh, the best I could tell when I looked at the map, the best way to describe it, if you drew a triangle between kind of Wichita Falls, Amarillo, and Lubbock, then somewhere in the middle there is Kroll, Texas. And uh, the young man that's on the line, and I mean young man, is Mitchell Parsley, the head coach at his alma mater. Just got the job. As a matter of fact, he got the job (laughs) when he was still at Wayland Baptist University playing quarterback there. He uh, has two states titles to his name back in his hometown and he's there to uh, coach the six-man program and coach Parsley's on the line right now to talk about uh, tiny Texas town and being one of the youngest dudes with an HC after his name in America welcome to the show coach How's it going? Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you on here. And uh, you were one of the uh, the first names that popped up when uh, last week I, I wrote the story about a young man in my hometown in Pennsylvania being 23 years old. And a couple of people out there in Texas said, hey, there's this guy, won a couple of state championships and he's there. So let's uh, let's kind of take the, the, the people on a little journey. But before that, I, I gave the description of where Kroll is, but uh, tell everybody exactly. Was I right? Is it in kind of like the triangle between those three cities? Yes, you gave a very good description of where it's at. It is um, about 80 miles west of, of Wichita. And, you know, it's it's right there, basically right in the middle of all those towns. So right. you, did a, you did a fantastic <laughs> job. All right. Well, I'm going to make you be the uh, the Chamber of Commerce for the show here right now and say, uh, tell, tell the listeners around the nation what kind of uh, community it is. You grew up there, you played youth sports there, and now you're back there. But how would you describe it to the listeners around the nation? You know, it's a, it's a great community. Um, you know, everybody knows everybody. You can't do anything without everybody knowing. So it's a uh, very tight, tight-knit community. You know, everybody helps each other out and when it comes to sports and the school, you know, everybody's all for it. You know, they all come together and they're at all the games. It doesn't matter if it's football, basketball, track. You know, we get a big group everywhere we go and the community is, is so supportive. It's unreal. It's what makes Small Town America great. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's, you know, the school keeps this little town going. You know, all the kids are, you know, they're, they're honestly really great. And, uh, you know, when you have good kids like that, it's easy for the community to get behind them and, you know, go out of their way for these kids in the school. Yeah, no doubt about that. Mitchell Parsley's on the line. He is the athletic director and the new head football coach. He hasn't uh, coached a game as the HC, but uh, we're going to talk about that in a second. So let's let's begin this journey and take uh, take the listeners all the way back to uh, the point when you on this uh, six man program was uh, was leading the uh, the town to glory. I mean, there there's nothing better. It doesn't matter if it's six man or eleven man. You win a state championship in Texas. That's remembered for forever, right? So tell me a little. Tell me a little bit about those days back in the day. Uh, what it was like to play there, and 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 certainly we're then going to bring it all the way through to be the the coach there at the program. But take us back to those state titles and how special it was for you guys. You know, it was, it was very special for us to make it all the way. And you know, at the beginning of the year, when a couple of us said we were going to go all the way and win it, you know, everybody didn't even really think it was an option. And then uh, we all, you know, came together. We had some great coaches that, you know, really got the most out of us. And we all just worked together. And we had some crazy games along the way, some really crazy games. But we ended up making it. And 
um, the rest is history. You know, it was, it was awesome. To, I mean, from a town that doesn't even have, you know, almost, probably around 900. And there was over five, 6,000 people at the game. It was, it was, it was pretty cool. It was, that's awesome. Yeah. Coach Mitchell Parsley on the line at uh, Kroll, Texas. Uh, he's the new head coach there, athletic director as well. Played football there and won a couple of back-to-back six-man state titles. And uh, I guess a, a good question to ask now is, so you're a, a six-man quarterback. You end up going to Wayland Baptist University, and uh, they they had more than six guys there, right? It's 11-man <laughs> football in college at that point. Uh, how big of an adjustment was that for you? It was it was quite an adjustment, honestly. It was a it was a lot more crowded out there on the football field. <laughs> but um, I guess the, it came down to you know footwork and timing for me because we didn't have too much of that. You know, you kind of run around until somebody gets open or run the ball. But eleven men, there's a lot more technique and timing to it. So that was probably my biggest adjustment. And then you did have a very successful career there, though. I mean, you adjusted pretty well. I mean, when did it finally click for you? Um, really, when I when I finally got the chance to get in the game and play, and it, you know, I'd be full speed, and that's when it all started clicking. And then it just, you know, just becomes football again. Just throwing catch and just doing what you can to get the ball down the field. Yeah. I think I read something in one of the stories when you were hired uh, back at your alma mater that you said in, in some ways you were a little bored by 11-man football. Was that a, a, a correct quote from you? Do you really feel that way, that six-man kind of keeps your head in the game and 11-man just kind of plods along a little bit? <laughs> Almost definitely. It was, a, it was a big culture shock just to go from, you know, being in there every snap of the game to – just going out for offense, not going to do anything else. And, you know, it was a, that was the hardest transition is, you know, as a quarterback in college, you know, they try not to let you get hit during practice and everything. And I was used to getting hit, tackling every single day almost. And so it was a big culture shock. And then, you know, as a quarterback, you only go out there for a drive and then you have to wait for the defense and a drive and wait for the defense. And it's uh definitely a lot slower game so it took some some patience to get through that that's for sure yeah and no no doubt the patience always pays off uh mitchell parsley is the uh, head coach at uh, Kroll high school in uh, texas a little tiny town as we described uh, kind of a little triangle between wichita falls amarillo and and, and lubbock and and coach i probably should have asked you this or, or had you set this up at the beginning because uh, it's probably been about seven or eight years since we had anybody on the, the radio show here talking about six-man football is there a way to succinctly describe it for uh, all the listeners listeners across the nation who are saying, what do you mean six people and they're playing a game? That's a pickup game where I'm from, right? <laughs> yes, that's what usually most people compare it to, where they ask, oh, y'all play flag football? No, it's a, it's a very physical game, to be honest. You know, we don't have the big, huge guys like most 11 men, but, I mean, it's a very fast, fun game to watch. You know, there's big hits, a lot of open field tackling, um, and it takes a lot more uh, stamina. You know, you can't, you're not just guarding a little, you know, 10, 20 yard area. You're guarding 40 yards. You know, it's a, 
it's a big difference from 11 man the game's a lot faster four downs you have to go 15 yards instead of 10 um it's you know field goals if you make a extra point it counts as two and then if you run it in counts as one it's a little you know because it's harder to get a field goal off than it is to run two yards and six (laughs) man and so there's a there's a bunch of little changes but it is a fun very fun fast and interesting game to watch yeah and it's well it's 80 yards but the great thing about texas and and i know this is going to be one of your goals we'll talk about that but uh, in texas they they go to where the big boys play too at at&t so that we'll talk about that in a second um let's let's switch back to you getting the job so you're you're the quarterback you're at wayland baptist university you're your hometown proud obviously we can hear that in your voice and how does it all come about that your hometown says, hey, we know you're just kind of getting ready to graduate, but why don't you come back and be our head coach and our athletic director? How'd that happen? Well, I've known since a very young age that I've always wanted to be a coach, and I knew I always wanted to come back here. And I honestly had graduated. I had finished school in the summer. Okay. And I would started working on my master's just so I could play my last year of football. And um, the opportunity presented itself where it came open and I applied. And, you know, it was a very interesting journey. And, you know, just having to think about football and then being nervous about an interview. I mean, it was all fun. But I had a, you know, I had to miss one of our practices to come interview. And um, But my our head coach over there is very supportive. He's, he's known that's a big goal of mine since I've been there. And, you know, he supported me the whole way and is like a mentor to me. And so he helped me out a whole lot. And everything just it really fell in place. Very blessed. Yeah, a little before Christmas, too, you learned out, right? So kind of a nice Christmas gift there for you, I would think. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir, it was. Mitchell Parsley on the line. Uh, Kroll, Texas, a uh, little tiny town, as he said, a little under 1,000 people there. And uh, as a quarterback uh, on the team there, he led him to two state championships at the six-man level. He's now back to coach this year. So let's let's talk about this. You've been, you've been coached all your life. You said you wanted to be a coach. So tell me a little bit about the fingerprint you put on this program. Is it a little uh, a combination of all the coaches you've played under? How, how does uh, Coach Parsley uh, develop his brand of high school football? Yes, sir. I would think it, it definitely has a little little touch of every coach that I've been under and uh, that have all touched me in a way. You know, uh, hearing Kroll, it's kind of a, a stepping stone for a lot of coaches. You know, they come and go, but I think you know, everyone, every single one of them has given me a unique uh, pers- perspective on the game and how to do things. And I do uh, indeed take a lot of things from them and from the years. And I uh, I plan on putting all that into play and, you know, whatever I have to do to get the best out of the kids and what's best for the kids, really. And, mm-hmm. I think I have a a bunch of great ideas from all the coaches that have coached me, and I'm very 
very excited to get it started. I'm sure you you are. There's no, there's no doubt about that. Let me ask you this question because it is a small town, and like you said, you know, it rides on the back of the sports teams. I'm sure there's a lot of kids that that are there with you now that are going to be playing for you that probably maybe saw you. I know it's a little removed from it, but probably saw you win some state championships. Is that is that accurate to say? And what what was it like to stand in front of those people who were probably idolizing you as the guy that brought them two state championships to the town? Um, you know, I think it, it's it's great for us. You know, I think kids, um, you know, they respect and they are more acceptable to your coaching when they know or they've seen you do things. They've seen you go through all that stuff. And that kind of gives you that extra um, relationship, you know, them seeing me play. And granted, um, three of the boys that are on the team now are, you know, our water boys and stuff when we went to state. And I got two cousins on the team, you know. It's uh, it's been very interesting. But these, these guys have been awesome, and they really bought into everything that I want to do. And, you know, they're excelling already, and it's a, it's a sight to see. Yeah, what what what's the off season like for you? Because it's so small. I would assume you got many many multi sport athletes, but do you guys have kind of the the official type of off season weight room and all that? Or how? Paint that picture for the listeners. Yes, sir. Um, you know we do have a lot of kids that do all the sports here, and that's that's a lot. I mean, especially when you get into the spring, and there's kids gone four days out of the week to sporting events, but. We do have an off season for the guys that are just football. You know, they lift. They've been lifting real hard. Uh, since I got here, I think we've made a 30, 40-pound jump on all of our maxes in just, you know, almost two months. So Not bad. That's very good. <laughs> these kids are, yeah, these kids are really buying in. They're working hard, and these guys are ready. And they're they're motivated, and they, they're coming in every day ready to go. And it's I love it. I love it every day. Talking to Coach Mitchell Parsley at Crowell High School in Texas. How many kids are are in the program at this point? Do you also run, is it just a varsity program, or do you actually have a JV program or a freshman-type program? Um, We try to do varsity and JV, you know, if we have enough. It kind of just depends on the numbers. And, you know, some weeks we'll be able to have a JV, and then, you know, we'll have some injuries, and then won't be able to have a JV. So it's kind of day-by-day in that area, but we do what we can. What about, um, I, I, and maybe I'm guessing here at this, but I've driven across Texas north to south, east to west about three or four times. As a matter of fact, when I was looking at the map to try and figure out where you were, I remember going to visit my buddy who was the former head coach in Lubbock, Jason Strunk, uh, over a Thanksgiving holiday. I remember driving through Turkey. I thought that was kind of funny that I was on Thanksgiving driving through <laughs> Turkey. But anyway, the point of this, now, other than that, I thought it was a funny story. The, the point of my question is this, is um, you guys at the six level end up having some pretty long road trips don't you when you have away games or or am I, I, I wrong about that um yes sir yes sir every now and then i know it can you know it's usually between you know two and a half three hours once it especially once you get later on in the season you can't and then once everybody gets split up with district and division and stuff like that it does you do kind of have to branch out a little bit but there's, you know, around here, around Crawl, there's a bunch of six-man schools. So, okay, 
All right. I was going to say, otherwise, every uh, every game is a road game, even if you're at, <laughs> if, even if you're not going that far. We're talking to Coach Mitchell Parsley. He's the new head coach, uh, 23 years old, the youngest or one of the youngest, I should say, in America. Uh, I, I know you'll probably think this is a goofy question, but one thing that I believe in on this radio show for the last decade is making sure that we get the kids in there. So you talked about good good activity in the weight room, great growth on the weight uh, weights. Uh, tell, tell us about some of the kids that you're looking for uh, for leadership, you know, on and off the field in, in 2020. Yeah, so we have we have a lot of great kids. Um, we have a great senior group right now, and although you know I won't get to coach them in football, um, they do they do a great job of you know setting the example and everything. We have a a very you know solid junior class that. I'm expecting a lot of leadership out of more than they already do. There's um, a couple of those juniors that they lead the way already right now. So it's, uh, it's very good to see, but these boys are, you know, very respectful. Yes, sir. No, sir. All the time. And there's not a thing that you can ask them to do that. They won't give it their all and go out there and try to do it. I never, I never have to ask for effort. Yeah, just um, but but get some other names in there. I want I want mom and dad and aunts and uncles and grandparents to to be smiling when they hear their names. So get some of the kids in there for uh, for twenty twenty that you, that you like. Well, one of our one of the two big junior leaders is named Seth Bearden. Uh, he's actually a phenomenal golfer. He has committed to Texas Tech University to play golf. And he still plays football, basketball, tennis, track. He does it all. And he's got a full ride to Texas Tech. Nice. So I give him I give him the all the praise for, you know, just sticking it out, you know, not when he could probably just make that decision to go all golf and, you know, nobody could blame him. He's getting a full scholarship to D one, but you know, he's a team player and these boys follow his lead a whole lot and you know, the crazy thing is his dad was one of my coaches in uh, those two years we went to state, and his mom has been my tennis coach since I was about five years old, probably, if not younger. So I've always been really close with them, and, you know, they've helped me a lot through this transition, but Seth is a he is definitely one of a kind. You know, he's a, he's a great leader. Um, he keeps everybody going, keeps everybody motivated. And uh, his close buddy, Colby Carroll, that's a, that's a junior. He's one of the most respectful kids. You know, he, uh, he never questions anything. Yes, sir. No, sir. And then he gives it his all. You know, I can't ask for anything but that. So them two, I really, I really look forward to seeing this next year and seeing how they develop and what they become into as seniors. We have a sophomore, Harold Chapman, that's uh I got to see him play one or maybe two games this year, you know, and he surprised me big time. Uh, he's very patient, hits the hole hard. I think he's gonna be he's gonna be one of the top dogs this next year and another Another junior that we have is Jamal Lane. He is just a phenomenal athlete. He is athletic as can be, and his motor does not stop. I, 
I don't know how he goes so fast and so hard all the time, but he is he is a lot of fun to watch. Well, when you're playing six, man, you got to keep that motor going. Uh, talking to uh, yes, okay. Coach Mitchell Parsley tonight, uh, Kroll, Texas, a, a tiny town there playing six-man football. He's the uh, an alum there, two-time state champ as a player, and I'm sure you know one of the goals is to uh, uh, go to state. You know, a lot of people around uh, around the country, a lot of states started uh, adopting the term, you know, going to state, but it's really a Texas thing. Anybody that watched Friday Night Lights, right, knows that. But uh, talk about that road when you do get lucky and enough to get to the postseason and and what that excitement's like because having been there myself and and seen the championship games at AT AT&T it's something special but uh, for the people around the country that think Friday night's lights is a made-up thing and it's not tell them how it's not a made-up thing and it's the real deal Uh, it is it is the real deal in small Texas towns that is for sure I think that is what everybody you know, waits for all week long. And as soon as it's over, we, they start talking about the next week or the game from last week. I mean, it is an everyday talk in small towns. And, you know, I'm just talking about it. And uh, older men just talk about how they were when they played. And, you know, you definitely never forget it. I can I can even speak for how I was in high school playing on Friday night with uh, – the guys you've grown up with since you were in, you know, pre-K or first grade, it's a, it's a totally different different feeling than going on to the next level and stuff like that. It's something that you never get back. And, you know, it is an, it's an awesome feeling. And uh, just the, the bond you have with those guys and your team and your coaches. And then when the community gets in on it, when you make a big run, it is, I can't even explain it. It is, um, it is very, very awesome. Yeah, a lifetime of yeah. memories, right? Lifetime of memories. They'll never let you forget yes. it. And now they're hoping okay. that, and they're hoping you bring the magic back to uh, to Kroll. And uh, as we wrap up here, the the final question again. It, it's kind of funny uh, this this whole who's the youngest and all that just kind of steamrolled. I've got people from every uh, segment of the country uh, chiming in with who who they remember as the youngest. If they some are like, well, I was twenty four. Well, sorry, you didn't make it. You know, 20, we're down to twenty two at this point as the youngest. But my question to you is this: uh, I mean, did did your age even kind of dawn on you as you're going through the interview process and all that? I, I know you said you always wanted to be a coach, but now that you got it, and and everybody's saying, "Well, you're one of the youngest." Wh- what does that mean, if anything? I guess. Um, you know, honestly, I never really thought about it. I just, you know, I've had a plan and a goal and set out there and. I was very blessed and fortunate to come upon as soon as it did. You know, I don't think it really hit me until I got here. And I'm, I was thinking, like, wow, I was, you know, just sitting in my apartment, hanging out, waiting for a college class to come up, you know, and didn't, didn't have the – I mean, of course, we had football and that routine. But, you know, I didn't have the routine of being somewhere for, you know – that time every single day or you know even the time varies it's longer or shorter you know just being present every day which I've I've come to get into the the routine of it and I love it but it was I think that was the most um unexpected thing was the 
they come into belief that, oh man, this has really happened. I'm really <laughs> having to make these decisions and stuff like that. But it is, it has definitely been an interesting journey. Well, I'm sure the journey is going to be even more fun when the, the pads start <laughs> popping in the fall. So, Coach, we really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule because, uh, as you said uh, earlier this week, you, uh, girls basket, you got everything. You're the athletic director, too. So, chief cook and bottle washer, I guess, is the best way to put it. But uh, we wish you nothing but success, and thanks for joining us and, and sharing a little bit of your story and the, and the story of Kroll, Texas. Thanks a lot. Yes, sir. Thank you. Make sure when we're not on the air, you follow us on our social media. Twitter handle is HSFB America and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash High School Football America. You've been listening to the High School Football America podcast. I'm Jeff Fisher.